another episode of uh, Avo Pods. I sound a little echoey. Do you hear me? Do you hear what I'm saying? I sound a little, maybe, <clears throat> I need to raise my mic a little You sound bit. silky smooth to me. I do? Well, that's because, you know, I'm just silky smooth. <laughs> you smooth. I can't deny who I am. I got to be true to myself. East Coast smooth. Yeah. I'm just a smooth operator. See? In the words of my good friend Sade. Shout out to Sade. Shout out to Sade. Where's Sade at? I don't know, man. She need to come back. There was a point in time where I just was, I was like just smitten with Sade. Bruh. I was ready to move to, what, South Africa? Where's she from? Where is she from? I don't know. I was ready to go. We need to Google it. Wherever I was. Google that. We'll figure it out. Where's Sade from? But anyway, Mike, we this is a special episode of Avopod that we weren't actually um, planning to do. So if you don't see as much stuff on our table as as normal, it's because we had to throw this one in there because we are living in oh my goodness, we are living in a historically impactful time of life where history is not only being made, but being changed. It's a lot going on in America. A lot going on. You remember uh, Donald Glover? Yeah. His video, This Is America? Donald Glover. And is that is that the... Uh, Childish Gambino? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I'm thinking of Danny Glover. <laughs> the, the actor. <laughs> Maybe him too. I don't know. I could be wrong. Donald but he, Glover. Yeah, but he yeah, tried yeah. to tell okay. it, this is America, bro. Yeah. This is America. It's yeah. sad, man. It is it is sad. It is a sad day in America. Um, irregardless of your political affiliations, irregardless of your uh morality, um inclinations, your your spiritual intent, motivation. It is just a sad day from a human's right perspective. It is. And, um, you know, I have a, I've had a lot of thoughts about what's going in particular regarding the uh, Roe versus Wade decision. Yeah, and I know you have because there have been some conversations we've already had that I wish I would have been filming. <laughs> And recording. Yeah. So I hope you remember them. Yeah, we had a little, our pre-show meeting. Yeah. We had, we had some good stuff. You know, I mean, and I hope everyone can appreciate and allow us to have our own uh, thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know? Well, I, I, I still think we're in a, a land of democracy where it's okay to have your own opinions. I hope so. Right, so hopefully we won't we won't turn off too many folk with our opinions today. I hope so. Yeah, but you know, I have to be true to myself. Yes, you know, and this is what I think. First of all, let me just say this, and I think I can speak for Ken. We believe women have the right. To do with their bodies as they please. They should have. They yes. should have. We believe that. I, I believe that. I believe that. And it has, here's the thing, right? So 
the 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 big misinterpretation and or stumbling block is if you're a Christian, if you're a believer in God, that somehow you can't be a proponent of human rights. Right. That people should have the ability to decide for themselves what makes sense for their own bodies. Right. Like somehow those two are diametrically opposed where in fact, and and I'm not trying to get on a bandwagon where in fact the entire Bible is based on free will. That's what I was going to say. Doesn't God, that's one of the beauties, maybe even not beauty. What? That's one of the, it's beauty. It's beauty. It's it's free free will. will. Free will is beautiful. Right. Because it ultimately gives you the ability to come to God within your own understanding and not based on some fear of fire and brimstone. Right. Right. Or based on some fear that you're not going to get to heaven or whatever kind of fear that misinterpretation has led you to believe. You still have the ability to decide okay, I'm going to acknowledge what I believe in and move in that direction. If that direction is what God has in store and laid out in the Bible, then then great. But if I decide not to, that is also allowable within the word that I'm reading. Correct me if I'm wrong. Right. And it's not on me to judge you for the decisions you make. Just not lest you be judged. It's my responsibility as a believer, a Christian, and as you know, you guys know, Ken and I both, we are Christians. We believe. We don't always act like one. <laughs> we don't. We don't. But, but we are trying. But that's where the grace of God That's comes where grace in. comes in. And, and here's the thing <laughs> that we should make a distinction about, okay? Because we have access to grace, we don't intentionally do things that others may seem no. are out of line with, with the word. No. Or with the premise or with the... The, the position or with the perception. We don't intentionally do that, but we also understand that we're not going to walk around with this cloud over our heads of guilt. No. You know, that no. we somehow didn't meet up to expectations and then, then our life sucks. Right. We're not going to do that. No, we're not. No, we're not. We fall short. We're going to continue to press forward, acknowledge what we believe in, but also understand that God does give us free will. Right, right, right. Even if our Supreme Court doesn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm feeling some kind of way. <laughs> Bruh. I, I, it, it's, that combined with the uh, January 6th hearings, then a part of me is like, okay, look at the timing of it. Well, that's a whole nother episode right there. This is such... Those hearings, dude. If you are not listening and paying attention to those hearings, you need to. But that was the intention, Mike. The intention was to get us sidetracked on the hearings and let this constitutional provision overturning just kind of slip through. And then from what I understand, there's more decisions coming there are more decisions coming because i heard and i could be wrong let <laughs> us know if i'm wrong okay because we're not perfect we're not here but i've heard that texas is actually trying to pass statutory limitations or bans on people um people's ability to be able to leave texas 
to get an abortion. Okay. And somehow, because there are residents in Texas, either not be let back in or somehow be fined or, or either face jail time because they left the state to, to get an abortion. And now the constitutional has said is not federally protected. So now the states have the ability to, to determine and, and forgive me if I sound a little, <laughs> a, a little judgmental, but we got people in place here in the state of Texas that can't even figure out how to run the power grid. They can't even figure out if a classroom door is unlocked <clears throat> when a dude is in there killing people. Dude. Come on, man. What I'm saying. Come on. What I'm saying. What's up? They, they, they can't figure out if A comes before B and C. Right? But we're supposed to let them now make decisions on whether, what a human being can do biologically with their bodies. And here's the deal, though. Amazing. All of it, and some of y'all are probably going to disagree. It comes back to your vote. Yes. These votes matter. State votes Yes. State elections are now becoming one of the most important aspects of our civil duties ever. But they've history. always been. We just, you know, it's, it's, it's really sad. And I'm about to get it. I don't care. Go ahead, bro. Go for it. Ain't no point holding back at this point. America is the most ignorant Ooh. collection of people in the world. Because we have no idea. We are unable to connect. I've seen, I'm on Twitter. <laughs> I've seen people who are unable to connect the dots from voting to where we are now as far as the Supreme Court. Do you not realize that your state senators and representatives approve Supreme Court justices? Not the president. The pr president makes the referral. Uh, he recommends people for the Supreme Court. They cannot be approved without Congress approval. Mm -hmm. So it starts on the local level. Mm -hmm. We need to understand that. Even though now it's kind of too late because Supreme Court justices are there till they die. Yeah. That's why they had to push this through before uh, KBJ officially took our seat. Right. And I even heard people saying the Democrats made a mistake by not asking, what's her, uh, what's her name? Who, KBJ? The justice who died, the woman. Oh, um, I'm drawing the, a blank. The old lady with the, yeah. with the, the, the doily. <laughs> We owe y'all. Our members are not good. But they should have answered. Our members are not good. Our memories are not good. Our members aren't that like what they used to be either. But but the Democrats should have asked her to resign. Yeah. And then they could have, while we had control, appoint another judge that would be more favorable. You know what I mean? But do you know what? That... That goes back to, 
and and forgive me if I insult the sensibilities of some folk out there, but that that just goes back to uh, what we've been. When I say we, I mean minorities. I mean obviously, when you say minorities, the, the perception is automatically you're talking about blacks, right? But now you know that's changing in America, that, and that's my point. <laughs> that that's changing in America. But what we've been historically um, poor at doing is understanding the long game. We get very reactionary to the things that happen immediately because we're so focused on day-to-day, right? We're so focused on being able to pay rent. I'm just trying to get gas. I'm trying to get gas. I'm trying to pay rent. I'm trying to put formula in my baby's mouth. You know what? I even saw something a couple weeks ago. Ginsburg. That was her name. Yeah, the Supreme Ruth, Court Justice Ruth Ginsburg. Ruth Ginsburg. But I saw something. There's a shortage of women's those things that they. Use. <laughs> I have no idea, but you already cracking up, so we might want to move on from Cut. that. <laughs> Delete. Take it out. Okay. Yeah, we're adults here. I mean, just put it. Just put it in a, a a an audibly sensible way. We're we're all adults here. No, no. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay, <laughs> let's move on from that. Because every now and then we tend to get off track. We do. All right, we're talking about the overturning of Roe v. Wade. So, here's the thing that I really, really hope, and I just had a talk with. Excuse me, my youngest daughter the other night, and she says she gets it. And all I can do is pray that that's that that's the case, and I believe her, right? Because she's okay. had me as a dad, right? <laughs> so I know she's heard it at least more than <laughs> once, and hopefully it's stuck. But they, our younger generation, if you're under thirty, you really have to digest and understand the time that we are living in right now. I know that a lot of the millennials, Gen Zs won't particularly have an attachment to Roe v. Wade because it ultimately happened before they were born. And if they weren't, if they was not, um, weren't, if that, if they weren't, wait a minute, what am I saying? <laughs> I don't know. If they weren't, I'm just making if up. They words. If, not. if they were not, if they were not, if you combine was and not, you oh get word, wordent. If they weren't, if they weren't um, taught this in school, which is why critical race theory is is something we cannot sleep on. If they weren't taught things like this in school, they would not have an affinity or an intellectual um, understanding of the importance of Roe v. Wade. Now, understand this: I am not talking about your 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 personal position of morality, integrity, your belief in God. I am not talking, I'm pro-life. I believe in the sanctity of life. But I also believe the sanctity of life should apply to those who are are living. Those who are out of the womb, breathing, and creating, you know, a path in life for themselves, that they should also have the ability to be defended in terms of decisions that are made um, for them in their lives. So, regardless of what I think spiritually, uh, morality-wise, in terms of abortion, you cannot take away human rights because this is just just scratching the surface. 
right? Okay, someone get deep. This is just scratch. This is not about Roe v. Wade. Send all your hate mail to Mike, right? But I'm going <laughs> to say this. This is not about Roe v. Wade. This is about the long-term game of creating a pre-reconstruction, pre-Civil War type separation between the states in this country. Boom. I said it. And here's, Apartheid, bro. And, huh? Apartheid. Apartheid. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the reason. Here's the reason. Prior to the Civil War and prior to Reconstruction, we had a separation of the states in this country that was basically along racial lines. Yeah. Those who approved in slavery and those who didn't. There was talk of secession. There was talk of separating the Union. There was all, all this stuff that was going on, right? Abraham Lincoln's days, right? And go back and read some of Abraham Lincoln's speeches. You'd be amazed at how uh, anti um, freedom he was. Yeah. Right. Everyone thinks that freedom, uh, Lincoln freed the slaves and emancipation and all that stuff because that was the the nice part of history that they wanted us to understand. And I'm not being negative against Lincoln. You know, Lincoln had a nice beard and everything. He, he, had, he had good look going on. But it wasn't all about freedom of the slaves. No. It was about creating a United States yeah. that everyone wasn't completely pissed off. And every, and some people got what they wanted. Some people didn't. It was all about mediation and compromise. Mm. That was what Lincoln's position was. Well, you know, his first uh, solution to it, he proposed to black leaders. Go back go, go back to Africa. Or just go to this uninhabited yes. uh, portion of the United States. And Frederick Douglass said, get out of here. Right. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm right. bringing it up to our, our terminology and our colloquialisms. Right. But Frederick Douglass was like, really? Right. That's your answer? He was like, bro. Come on now, bro. <laughs> Pray. Dude. Like, dude, come on. Come on, man. That's your answer to, to freedom? All this work we done put in? You want us to leave? No, nah, man. No, oh, man. Come on now. We got too, too, many, too much skin in the game. Boy, literally. Right? Literally. Bro. Skin come in the on game. now. But that's what this this whole long this long game is about. It's, it's, Roe v. Wade is just another pawn in the 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 ultimate chess game of recreating a sense of control by certain elitists and certain separatists, um, certain wealthy, um, to a country that they believe they founded. Right. Stop high side.